0: Hello, Hello and and welcome welcome to to Drug Drug
1: Mythology! Hi! (laughs) I'm your co-host, Krista Hunsicker.
0: And I'm her co-host, Christian Madonna.
1: You're my co-host.
0: You're my co-host. And we're your co-hosts.
1: Yeah. We are legion. The co-hostesses
0: with the mostesses.
1: So we are picking up with our uh, monster mashup. They did the
0: mashup. They did, they did the, the monster, monster mashup, mashup
1: of mythology.
0: That's right. All these are totally myths that have been around for a longish, long, long time.
1: From a long time to a short time, both, all, everything—it's all connected. So,
0: if you told a lie today, it could be a myth tomorrow.
1: Yes. Start, start lying and create myths. So, <laughs> today we have something that may or may not be a lie to start us off with.
0: Oh, it's true.
1: Yes, it is. It's in the neighborhood near you, especially if you live up north in America. So
0: (laughs) if you're listening and you're not in America,
1: you're welcome. We're so happy to have you listening. But are you safe? You're not. No, no one's safe. No one is. We're We're all victims of our own pitfalls. So today we have Wendigo. Oh, baby, why don't we go down to Wendigo?
0: We'll get there fast and then we'll take it slow. <laughs>
1: no, those are the words. <laughs> okay. Ooh, when did it go? Ooh, why don't we go down to Cannibal? That's where we're gonna go. Way down to Cannibal. These
0: are the people that believe in you. Oh, Jibwa and Algonquin, baby, why don't Creedu and the Salto, Ooh, the Scappi and the Anu <laughs> These people believed the in you.
1: they Wendigo,
0: and that's When the
1: and that's who we're gonna start with. The Wendigo, go, 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 go.
0: So for the sake of the native peoples who still exist today and are proud people with proud with great traditions that we love, the uh, <laughs> the peoples who um, the mythology of the Wendigo comes from are the uh, Native
1: American peoples of Northern America and Canada.
0: Yeah, well, Canada. This is North America. We don't believe in borders here. Um, <laughs> The Northern Americas. The Northern parts of... The Founded geog- by and The ge- geographic ne- Northern Americas. Founded by these tribes. Uh, we're talking about the Cree, the Salto, the... Um, God, I hope I didn't fuck that last one up. The...
1: Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> o- give it a go.
0: The Ojibwa, um, the Algonquin... These are all Algonquin-speaking peoples. Um, and we're talking about the Nescapi, the Inu. We're talking about the peoples... Of the northern central part of America, uh, around the Where Great Lakes it's region, real cold. We're talking the real up cold, Mountie north.
1: Those survivors. So uh, basically, for the Wendigo. All right, let's get into it.
0: Let's let's go Wendigo. Here's the story. Mm-hmm. Now you know.
1: <laughs> so Wendigo is popular because amongst that region because it's very cold, as we said. and cold winters often lead to people being shut in and away from growing crops or hunting because it's snowing so much. Um, so there's this kind of mythos that developed around a practice of uh, cannibalism for sustenance.
0: So let me develop this mythos real quick.
1: Yeah, do it. All right. So... Develop it, like a Polaroid picture.
0: Legend tells of a beast that was once man, any man, it could be you someday, that lives in the far north way up where the lakes are great and the forests are wide and the mountains are tall.
1: And it's cold AF. And
0: it's cold AF. And in the harshest of winters, when the isolation breaks down upon you, you get the hunger. You lose yourself and your soul and your being becomes possessed with the spirit of the Wendigo.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of like a possession thing. Like this Wendigo spirit is just kind of floating around everywhere. And as soon as you start seeing like turkey legs on your family, you're it's,
0: like, it's just waiting for that cartoonish interpretation of you looking at your son, and suddenly he's like a hot dog. He's, he's like a a cooked up turkey dinner. Yeah. He's even got like the little um the little like he's souffle. Like, th- On his drumstick legs, the
1: little chef hats,
0: the the little, the little, yeah, the little, (laughs) the little chef hats on his feet. Yeah, yeah. You, the moment you start seeing that,
1: that's when the Wendigo spirit has taken you over.
0: You're possessed, man. You need to get some help.
1: Yeah, and um, so the Wendigo is a creature, but also like a man. And some cases, it's a spirit that possesses you and causes you to eat your loved ones for sustenance and survival. And then in some cases, it actually like transforms the human into a kind of like tall, like skin really tight and tearing and blood seeping everywhere and like gangly, like yeah. feral thing.
0: So when you get when you get possessed by the Wendigo and you start you eat, Wendigo
1: eat, all the way,
0: you start eating the people bits. All right, so you possess. possessed. You're not going to look like peoples. You're going to start transforming. Because uh, you, you
1: become a monster. Cause yeah. Because you're eating people who most likely are your friends and family because oh, they live close to you. I
0: mean, come on. If you're isolated in the winter, who are you going to be isolated with? Your family. Your, di- your family. <laughs> you, so when you become trans when you start transforming into the wendigo you grow to like 15 feet tall Oof. and your skin just you know your skin doesn't stretch doesn't grow with you it stretches out and becomes all desiccated and uh, your lips just curl just curl back and you just have these long yellow fang like teeth and your eyes you just Giant holes, and you sink in, and these yellow glowing eyes, and you look like a giant (laughs) smeagol.
1: But terrifying.
0: Yeah, no, giant golem is terrifying. (laughs) You are this gray, tight, pulled skin, like tearing monster that is this apex predator. And once
1: you start like chips or like once once you pop, the fun don't stop. Like you keep craving human flesh throughout the rest of your life. Well, once
0: you take that first bite, like do you go back from that? No, it's do delicious. You, do you, do you, now that you've discovered the Humans... other, other, other white meat, like <laughs> yeah. when you don't go back from that, you nah. once you go Wendigo you don't Come back.
1: Yeah, you don't go anywhere else. So, with the Wendigo, there's actually a few famous stories that we got going.
0: So, yeah, we got some well documented uh, mythos and legends, but they're actually documented in the records from the like of the early. Because uh, the Canadian... Wendigo
1: was history, man.
0: This part of history, yo. We're, we're talking the early records of early Canada, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the Hudson oh, the Bay Mounties. Company. Yeah, the Mounties were involved in this shit. Mounties hunted Wendigos.
1: Mm. And the uh, the Hudson Bay Company? Yeah, the HBC. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. So you got one case of a Wendigo, right? That's pretty well known because uh, it was like close to the getting towards the modern-ish times it's on the later end of the Wendigo stories yeah
0: oh yeah so so let me tell you about this story it's also uh they say it's one of the early stories of when the the mounties first came in and kind of imposed Canadian law they were in like, this mm, area this
1: wendigo thing has gone far enough
0: they were like mm, you know no but we, man
1: they were wrong
0: well no they were they they were right the no, wendigo the wendigo thing's always gone far enough because the minute you take a bite you've gone too far
1: yep yeah, they're wrong
0: Legends, and not legends, but the actual records from the Hudson Bay Company tell of a man of the Cree. He was, uh, he was a trapper. He was a trader. At times, he was a guide for the mount for the love. Northwest Mounties in this area that he was in. He was from Alberta. Uh,
1: Fast. He was a guide. That is interesting.
0: Yeah, he was a nice guy. He was well liked by the uh, Hudson Bay Company and the Royal Mounted Police, and did a lot of interactions with them.
1: Yeah, fur traders knew his name. They're like, oh, hey, it's Swift Runner. Yeah. What's up?
0: Well, you gave away his name. Is this okay?
1: (laughs) Was that a secret? (laughs) His name was Swift Runner. (laughs) It
0: was Taylor Swift Runner. Okay. okay okay now that they know um
1: right in that context hey
0: so the man was known as swift runner by the hudson bay company and the the, the white man they that, that, that knew him and kept records he was a trader. he was a trapper he was a congenial cordial guy
1: a family man
0: a family man he lived in an encampment with his family you know his children his wife
1: Um, And it was a harsh
0: winter. There was like some other family, like his mother-in-law, you know. There's always a mother-in-law. Can't
1: get rid of them. They're like a disease. No, I'm kidding.
0: And he was a trapper for these years. And we're talking the late 1870s. Well, come the winter of 1878, we're talking a real harsh blizzard storm that just lasted for months. This These conditions winter were has so come. intense. Winter has come. White walkers were walking about.
1: <laughs> they were moonwalking even. They were actually walking in reverse. That's how bad it got.
0: They were moon walking through this and you couldn't follow the tracks because <laughs> they, they doubled back. Because and it was just two lines, so was no <laughs> steps. They just step, step, turn, step, step, turn, but in a mo- in a forward motion. <laughs> it's like, yet still moving backward. It's it was like
1: Renfield and Dracula Dead and loving it. Lost the trail
0: yeah right he's <laughs> right, like well it's a straight line here but i lost the trail
1: yeah so well, anyway so it's a harsh winter swift runner and his family so the
0: harshest winter here we're talking and this is in uh, the territory of canada known as alberta canada in canada and it is 1878 and swift runner and his family are isolated a whole get this 25 miles away from the nearest Hudson Bay Company outpost with, like, emergency supplies and relief and all that.
1: Wolf, that's quite a trek.
0: Well, when the blizzard is raging, when the storm is out, 25 miles can feel like 250.
1: No, I mean, yeah, I agree. It's quite a trek. Absolutely. I can't walk 25 miles. I can't even walk, like, a mile.
0: In the In best anyone, conditions. Geez. Yeah. Um,
1: forget about 500 miles and 500 more.
0: Or, yeah, no, no. <laughs> well, I guess well, I would walk 500 miles.
1: Yeah. Just to
0: be the man that w- wakes up next to you.
1: No, nah, I'd walk like 100 kilometers.
0: <laughs> 66 miles. <laughs>
1: Yes. So it's a rough runner. He can't get supplies. What does he do? He starts fleeing like, well, the okay. kids are dying.
0: So that's exactly how it happened. <laughs> that's it, guys. Swift Runner is, uh, he's with his family and they have this little encampment. Um, it's not, it's not even permanent. It's like tents and stuff. And his uh, six children are there. His wife is there. And his oldest son succumbs to the starvation, to the cold. cold. He just becomes a sunsicle. He, let's, his, let's call him... He becomes a jakesicle. He's, he's a jake. And Swift Runner just sees this and he's just... He's losing hope. And even though supplies and food and all this is at this outpost, it's a death sentence if you want to make that 25-mile hike.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: Swift Runner... He looks at his son. He tries to bury him.
1: He's like, well, at least it's one less mouth to feed.
0: Yeah, you're... exactly. It's like, well, maybe this is kind of a blessing. But he sees this dead body and he's like, you know.
1: Waste not, want not.
0: This is good meat. <laughs> like, he's dead. His, his spirit's gone. But his meat is here. He can it,
1: still make his father proud in life.
0: Yeah, and so the Swift Runner is starting to get that craving for Man flesh.
1: Man flesh.
0: And so he just goes about brutally murdering the rest of his family and wife.
1: I mean, it's called can-a-able, not can cant can not
0: It's right. It's <laughs> called can-ableism, not can't-ableism.
1: <laughs> that, that works on multiple
0: levels. It's great. So, Swift Runner. <laughs> He, he's a can able to eat his wife and children <laughs> after brutally murdering them. Oh, we're talking awesome. some pretty horrendous <laughs> shit here. I mean, I know there's no good way, but mm, 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 not, not, not a good sight.
1: Nothing we want to repeat here. Not a
0: good sight when you see it in the when the spring thaws the yeah. ice.
1: So he comes down and the villagers see him and they're like, oh, yeah, you yeah. don't look like you've been starving, dude. And he's right. like... I've he, done something bad.
0: So he goes... He, you know... The the winter finally ends. Spring finally comes. The ice starts to melt. The snow starts to thaw. The boys are singing. The Life.
1: squirrels are running around. It's a beautiful spring day. Spring has sprung.
0: Put on your Sunday best. There's lots of world out there. And he goes back to the Hudson Bay Company... And he tells the story of how all his kids died and his wife committed suicide.
1: By and
0: they go and they go with him to the camp. They were killed
1: by a monster is what he says. Yeah?
0: Um no, he he says they all died of starvation and, and suicide.
1: No, no no. And also killed by a monster.
0: And he and they get to the camp and they're like, hey, this looks like some brutal murder shit here.
1: Mm-hmm. And they see signs of the bones that have been chewed and like obviously like <sighs> carved up to be consumed
0: and frankly it, this was the winner of 78 and somehow Swift runner gained weight like he did not look starving and mm-hmm. and so, and so they, they ask him they don't even press him hard they're like, did you eat them?
1: And he confesses because he's like, it wasn't me it was the Wendigo spirit
0: he's like, I did, but it was,
1: it was I the was monster. possessed
0: by the monster the spirit of the Wendigo.
1: Cuz for them the spirit was something different than themselves. It wasn't humans eating humans, it was a Wendigo monster eating humans.
0: But at the same time he still possessed the guilt of yeah. it. But it was it was this rational explanation that this this evil spirit of hunger kind of like when it
1: robs you of your senses and you're not really in control of your own body anymore? Oh,
0: he's definitely kind of like he's just like a fight or flight like eat or Duh. preferably, don't eat your friends and family. But those are the two options, and he went with option A.
1: Yes. So he was uh, tried, convicted, obviously, and executed. I think
0: he was executed by the um, by the Hudson Bay Company and the Mounties. Um, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. You don't do that, eh?
0: By the next December. Don't, you don't
1: eat your friends and family.
0: Eh? So they found him. You know, they found out about this in May, and by that December, they uh, hung him up on the gallows, and he. He was ready. He felt guilt for the death and you know the brutal murder and eating of his his family.
1: But they didn't see it as like he had done it.
0: He wasn't. He wasn't brutal. He wasn't cannibal. I mean, he wasn't a Americans monster. Did
1: see it that way, but he and like his tribesmen saw it as the Wendigo spirit.
0: Yeah, but they, they still would have killed him. Like, once you've been possessed by a wendigo, you don't get yes, to live.
1: because you crave man flesh forever, as Exa- we said earlier.
0: Exactly. Once you get a bite, that's sweet,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: sweet, delicious, tender man flesh.
1: So here's where our second story comes in is, how do you deal with a wendigo? Let's say you, your friend, or your neighbor Joe.
0: Maybe we cut out that part where I describe how man flesh tastes.
1: <laughs> yeah, so let's say you, your friend, your neighbor Joe... Um, is a Wendigo. What do you do? Hey there, here's the lowdown.
0: Hey Joe, stop do? biting my arm. I'm not yeah, well, not dead yet.
1: How do you take care of a Wendigo? You call in a Wendigo hunter.
0: You don't call the Ghostbusters?
1: No, you call in the Wendigo hunter. Ghostbusters are out of their league. So <laughs> Who are Wenders-
0: you going to call? Wendigo, Wendigo hunters. Wendigo hunters.
1: So Wendigo hunters are awesome and they were a real thing, which is amazing to me. It's like Van Helsing. It's fantastic. Wendigo hunters... The last known one was Jack Fiddler and his brother, and they were, um...
0: So, so these Wendigo hunters, they were, they were, the like cannibal rec- cannibal, cannibal correctors?
1: Yes, cannibal correctors. (laughs) (laughs) They reclaim that cannibalism. So they, uh, they get a call from a village that's like, hey, we have a possible Wendigo, can you come check it out? And they come to the village, they inspect the person. They,
0: they ride in and they're the like <laughs> an old ambulance. They're like,
1: Wee woo wee woo. Nope. Horses, it's the probably. Wendigo.
0: Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely horse. I mean, the
1: horses are making that sound, in which case, awesome.
0: It's an old black Camaro.
1: <laughs> it's a Pinto. So they run up and they and they inspect the person and they decide if he's a Wendigo or not. He, I or mean she.
0: there are telltale signs of Wendigoism. Uh, no, no, number one is definitely the like, Hey, you look delicious.
1: Yeah. It's if you are thinking about e- it's even if you are thinking about eating a person. Seriously.
0: If you've ever considered eating a person, you really need to go see a Wendigo hunter. Also Wendigo psychosis is a thing similar to like uh, lycanthropy. Interesting.
1: So yeah. People actually think. So when
0: people think like they want to eat man flesh, um, they call it the Wendigo psychosis.
1: Interesting. From
0: this. Yeah.
1: Huh. I wonder when the last number case of that was.
0: 2017
1: probably (laughs) yeah I guess it's a permeating fact
0: it's like worldwide man
1: so um, because this is like a common thing in like the the snowy regions where you didn't have a lot of access to food and agriculture um, these Wendigo hunters would be called in and they would assess the person and decide if they needed to be cured or if they needed to be taken care of like if they were a lost cause if they were Wendigo or not
0: well well, there really was only one cure
1: right it was a fire right
0: is killing them, yeah. However, and just like the bodies, like killing, killing this person,
1: right? Because it's the cause, idea that if like a body isn't burned, the spirit still lives,
0: right? But it, I mean, if you kill them, the spirit goes on because you can't. They they didn't have a way to kill the spirit,
1: right? They did this like several times, uh, like what teens, twenties of people that they killed that were Wendigos reportedly.
0: The number on record is uh they had 14 confirmed Wendigo, Wendigo kills. kills.
1: Right. It's and pretty were, high
0: for a Wendigo hunter. I mean yeah. if you if you if you kill one you can go ahead and mark yourself as a Wendigo hunter. Good job, sport.
1: Right, and they were the last known Wendigo hunters of the time. So they had a pretty like impressive resume here. And at one point they came into a settlement that was um a non-native american settlement and confronted a wendigo who they deemed wendigo they killed her and then they were caught and tried for murder because it wasn't it was out of their jurisdiction and that's how the like police saw it this was
0: actually in the to- in the days where the uh, royal canadian mounted police were starting to expand their jurisdiction to include all of these native american settlements where prior to then, uh, men like Jack and Joseph Fiddler had full reign under Native American territorial law yeah, because they believe this were, was a thing because they were not subject to the like, laws of the white Canadians.
1: Yeah, they're not murderers; they're monster hunters.
0: Until now, they were the Sam and Dean Winchester of the Native American peoples. <laughs> they were,
1: and they now were brother they're not.
0: Wendigo hunters. Now they're Episode one.
1: <laughs> now they're. Phantom and so they got convicted and tried, and uh, one of the brothers committed suicide before his before the sentence was really carried out.
0: So Jack Fiddler, the famous one, who was like the one who carried out all the the um, the, the real killing. the euthanizations, the executions. I mean, these people were sick, but the, the, there was a belief here that these people were. Going to become, they're going to transform. They were possessed by the Wendigo spirit, so they had to be put down.
1: Right, because otherwise they would become Wendigos, and nobody wants that.
0: So Jack Fiddler, he was he was the leader of them uh, of the two brothers, and he had he had hung himself um, while he was under arrest under this conviction for the murder of all these people.
1: Right, because I'm sure it was like a big dishonor too. Dishonor on you, dishonor on your Wendigo hunter.
0: Dishonor on your Wendigo cow.
1: Yes, Dishonor on your Wendigo... Oh, God. Cow. <laughs> but... Wait. <laughs> so, I wonder if they ever, like, made the case, like... <laughs> the Wendigo ate my baby. <laughs> A Wendigo ate my baby! A Wendigo ate my baby. Jack
0: Fiddler definitely killed at least one Wendigo that had ate someone's, someone's baby. baby,
1: yeah, <laughs> for sure. So... <laughs> Went they it's were they
0: were often called in and I mean they were called in by people they know they were called in by fe- fe- you know um they were respected respect they they j- okay so Jack Fiddler himself was a respected chief and shaman he was very well known in in the different communities and tribes for this as well as just prior to becoming a wendigo hunter
1: mm-hmm so it was kind of like a big hit to the Wendigo hunting community and Wendigos as a whole. Also, and
0: just a big expansion of the uh, white Canadian
1: uh, law.
0: Basically, essentially, they're spreading their laws oppression. in that you can't murder these people. You know, if there's cannibals, there's ways we go yeah, about You have
1: to go through like the law, which is the white Canadian law of the time. Yeah. And they're like, that's not our law. And they're like, too bad it is now. History. So, so
0: <laughs> this runs through several appeals. And uh, Jack Fiddler, his brother who was with him.
1: He played the, the saddest song the, of the fiddler. The
0: Dean Winchester of the group.
1: The fiddler craps.
0: Um, played the smallest fiddle. <laughs> and it actually worked for the Canadian Appeals Court. They had, they had decided to pardon him for the uh, crimes in which they had convicted both him and Jack for. Mm -hmm. but the news of this pardon reached three days after he died in his cell
1: Mm, irony and mystery yeah it was maybe the wendigos got him
0: it was too late for him he probably just died of poor conditions
1: Mm. or wendigos or wendigos but Wendigos got him and now there are no more wendigo hunters in the world and but, Wendigos are still a thing. But
0: this brings us to our favorite Wendigo story.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, Wendigos in pop culture have recently become like quite a thing lately, let me tell you.
0: So it's the the cold, cold winter of two thousand fifteen. You're on the f- there there's this group of teenagers who go onto the the well known fictional mountain of Mount Algernon Blackwood.
1: Algernon Blackwood?
0: who famously wrote the story of the Wendigo. You should read it. It's, it's a, good a good story. story yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, so this group of teenagers go... <laughs> also,
1: awesome name. Algernon, Algernon Blackwood. Blackwood.
0: You were born to write horror novels it's and like short your stories. Your last name is
1: Lovecraft. What the fuck? Get out of here.
0: Like, go write me a horror novel.
1: Algernon Blackwood.
0: Okay, so it's the winter of 2015, really recent, and uh, Mr. Robot invites a bunch of his friends over uh, to this mountain because they're going to celebrate the anniversary of his his two twin sisters' death.
1: What?
0: Yeah, great auspices already. That
1: sounds like a terrible idea.
0: Quite a somber occasion. (laughs) Let's go ahead and try and get lit. (laughs) Um,
1: So teenagers will bang despite the awful conditions and like circumstances of this meetup. For sure. So let's just get together.
0: So uh, besides, besides Mr. Robot, there's seven other teenagers, including uh, Claire from Heroes. She's (laughs) there.
1: Save the cheerleader. Save the
0: world. You've got to save the cheerleader. Um there's this 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 ditzy blonde she's you know she's barbie. gonna die she's barbie uh 4.0 4. Bitch. bitch oh man she's, she's the best she's ready sourceful um smart jock
1: he prefers he,
0: he befriends a wolf uh, yeah, we're while jock. fighting the wendigos uh
1: nerdy and Nerdess.
0: yeah you've got uh nerd alert and nerd s yep um and then some guy named matt he's nice
1: he He's unremarkable.
0: He does a sport, I guess. He's a letterman, but that's that's that Nice
1: Guy Matt. That's
0: his character.
1: So he's Matt and flat. <laughs> in case you don't you have no idea what the fuck we're really referring no, to. No no,
0: that's spoilers. <laughs> that's spoilers. Listen, you just have to expose yourself to more video games and just, just play look them up all night.
1: And video games. You just
0: play those games all night. All night until dawn. (laughs) And then maybe someday you'll understand what we're referencing. But it's one of our favorite Wendigo stories. And if you haven't heard it yet, then it's called Play a Video Game from 2015. It's 2017. Play a video game.
1: Yeah. So... That's another Wendigo story and how they're permeating into modern pop culture, as we said, with the uh, Supernatural, as well as an episode on them that's really scary.
0: And it comes up in video games now, the Algonaut Blackwood story.
1: Wendigo is largely forgotten until recent pop culture. Yeah. You see where it goes from here. It's
0: being picked up into more, more modern stuff. You have other podcasts who talk about it. Uh, they, I'm sure they do a better job. Yeah, You should listen to them, too. There's room in your life for multiple podcasts, guys. Just listen
1: to all of us. Every one of us, ever. Subscribe. 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 Yeah, I'm excited for where Wendigos go because I think they are a fascinating monster. They're human, they're animal, they're feral, they're like cannibal monsters. In some cases, they're immortal because of it. So it's like a good thing that you get from cannibalism and also like increased strength. And they're like extra
0: strong, and they're this apex predator. Yeah,
1: yeah, like what vampires used to be.
0: The Wendigo was fascinating and horrifying, and it's my favorite Halloween monster.
1: It's so cool. Yeah. So cool.